Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. LeBron James in the news, not just for wanting to play in the Olympics next next year, but um, ESPN.com did a big, man, uh, 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 a number of stories on uh, a PEDs and the biogenesis scandal from years ago. And uh, Rob G., you want to kind of explain, summarize how LeBron got tied into all this. Sure. So ESPN reviewed over 1,400 pages of unredacted federal investigative documents related to the biogenesis investigation, if you guys don't remember that. A-Rod, that being the biggest name. So just remember the A-Rod investigation where he ratted out Manny Ramirez. Um, And during their ESPN's review of these documents, two other names came up that have ties to LeBron James and, and the James family. One of them being his business manager, Randy Mims. The other being a personal trainer, David Alexander, who worked with Savannah, LeBron's wife, at one point. Now, ESPN was told, full disclosure, by federal authorities, they found nothing to suggest that LeBron James or, Rand, or was provided PEDs by Mims or Alexander. 
and that Mims was using PEDs to help his own fitness journey, which he had eventually stopped after about two months because he didn't like the way it made him feel. If you don't know it who he like is, a testosterone yeah, testosterone. He's a help him lose he's weight. a heavy set guy, and he wanted to yeah. kind of lose some weight and get tightened up. And um, so that's what's going on. And again, they made it very clear in the investigation. Nobody, part of the investigation, a DEA, anybody thought that LeBron James was provided either by these two or by anybody else with PEDs. But as we mentioned, two people who have close ties to the James clan were mentioned. Interesting. Um, I think the biggest story out of this would be purely hypothetical from this standpoint. There's no... Uh, charges or anything there's nothing that uh directly links lebron james you got to remember uh peyton manning was in a very similar yes. thing chris very similar yep where stuff he claims it was, was going it to, his, to wife. his house yeah it was, was mailed it? to right. his house but he claims it was for his wife doctors were kind of pushed back on that saying you have to have like some really life-threatening kind of illness to be getting that what he was getting and and whatnot it was it was and I always remember the thing that probably stood out the most to me was, Chris, A, he never sued Al Jazeera, which was the news organization. Yep. And B, yep. he hired Ari Fleischer. And if you know who he is, he's an attorney, Chris, a public relations lawyer yep. to yep. clean up. His job is to clean up a mess, not to go right. after anybody. And I always thought that was strange. If if they said that I was doing something, you know what I mean, and I'm the Peyton Manning I'm going right, to make like, you pay. I I'm got a, that type of right? rev, reputation. This could be a direct hit on my right. legacy. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, nothing. It never really. I mean, it was talked about on ESPN. I think I was still at ESPN at that time. You know, so it was news, Rob, but it uh, never really took off. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm just never saying, really it, you know, but, but, it, but if because for whatever reason, football players, People aren't bothered by football players That's and, and true. juice, but even they didn't even say he was used. No, you know no, no. I mean? I'm just saying, right? But, but I'm you're saying, right. You're right. Yeah, about it's that. just a little different for whatever it is. But my point is here, I, if if LeBron just is linked to it, and it's very similar because this is how Barry Bonds got entrapped, Chris, because Barry Bonds never tested positive from baseball, never got suspended. Right. And it was the Balco investigation. His name just happened to be in files, right? His name was in the files when the feds came looking and, and you know, did a search. Right. That's how, his, that's how he got attached to this whole thing. And obviously, it stuck to him. Now, you just mentioned, we mentioned Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's a little different in that he's a gee whiz, all shucks kind of guy. I don't think people hate or have a, a negative feel for Peyton Manning. This guy hosted Saturday Night Live a number of times. He's just... He's got the show now, the Manning cast. Right. You know, people yeah, just... I don't think that he bothers people. Barry Bonds bothered people. If you were a Giants fan, Chris, they loved him in San Francisco, and rightfully so. He gave them great memories in San Francisco, right? Great. Around the country, other people, and the way he treated the media and just in general, wasn't the nicest guy to people. So... There was a distaste for Barry Bonds. I, I I think Rob. First of all, I'll say this: I do think that, like the, I don't even say evidence, but there's a much stronger case against Peyton Manning, like using PEDs or whatever, than LeBron. You know what I mean? Like 
from looking at, like you said, it was the stuff was mailed to Peyton Manning's house. All right. And here's the the main thing, because you first hear it. I'm sure everybody's first thought is uh, LeBron's manager. That sounds strange. You know what I mean? But when you read the story, it really makes sense. Like, I mean, Randy, I know Randy well. I played basketball with Randy. And like you said, he he's not like obese, but he's a little, you know, a little heavy on the heavy side. And you can see him using stuff to try to, you know, slim down and, you know, get his physique together and all that. And then again, him stopping because it didn't make him f- the way it made him feel. Like I would have just told months. him, Chris, to mix in a few salads. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. And the other thing is this, Rob. If this were the NBA who did the investigation on LeBron and, and biogenesis, then you might be like, huh. Because, Rob, these leagues don't want – they don't want their superstars attached to stuff like this. Remember in baseball, it wasn't – the league, it was reporters breaking stories about these guys. And so the league, I think, would protect superstars if they if they found out on the low that a guy was doing something. I, that's just my opinion. But the DEA did the investigation. Rob, if the DEA found something, they're gonna let they're gonna follow it up and let it out. They're not going to, oh, it's LeBron, we can't do... No, that's, the DEA is not going to do that. And so reading the story, to me, it, it it totally clears up LeBron. You know, like he had that he, you know, like you said, no evidence that he took anything and that he was given anything by from his wife or from Randy Mills. So, Mims. So it does clear, I, I think, like you said, it clears up LeBron. And I think, too, Rob, when you compare him to Barry, and you know I've said, we both agree, Barry Bonds the best baseball player we've ever seen. I think Shohei's really the best I've seen, but, you know, Barry Bonds had a whole career. We'll see what Shohei ends up doing. But um, the thing with Barry Bonds, Rob, is the circumstantial evidence. Like you said, even though he never tested positive, I mean, there are, there are whole books written – now, whether it's true or not, there are whole books written by reporters on him using stuff. He admitted he used it unknowingly. And then Rob the jump. Now, he obviously was a phenomenal player before we think he used it, right? Like early in his – I mean, he was, he was great from day one. Well, he got three MVPs before he ever went to San Francisco, right? Right. So he, he was great from day one, a Hall of Fame type player even before – anybody attached any type of PED use to him. But even so, Rob, his jump, I mean, a guy who had never hit 50 home runs hit 73, and now he's hitting high 40s every year. And, and Rob, he was so far ahead of everybody. I mean, you whether you just – I think you agree with me, but, like, those years in San Francisco, those early years, I mean, Rob – I've never seen anything like that in baseball. I, I, it was almost cartoonish. I mean, the dude was seeing one pitch, one good pitch, or one mistake every two games and knocking it out the park. Okay, here's what here's what I want to jump in. Okay, when you get back to LeBron James, and, and this is really, I guess, this is why I think 
this even this coming out that people close to him, Chris, are involved is LeBron's unbelievable condition and work that he puts in, and he always says he spends a million dollars a year on his body. Right. And then he's playing all these years that no one's ever played at this level at year 20. You know what I mean? And now year, what, 21? Right, 30 points a game. So, yeah, this is all – Last year, right. Right. So so with all this stuff, when you you think about what he's done and now this whole kind of – suspicion or whatever, even though there's no, like I said, no, there's nothing from the feds on LeBron, but we're just talking about, I wonder. If you want to say, you're saying that could be circumstantial evidence? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying that people could use that as. I'm sure some people will look at that. Right. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Look at that and go, oh, no wonder he's still playing at 21 and playing at a high level. No wonder, you know, uh, he looks the way he does uh, to be that age or whatever and, and the wear and tear or whatever it is. And, and right. obviously, and no wonder he breaks down. You know, guys who have been on it, Chris, when they, they break down quite often, we saw, uh, we see players this happen to. But anyway, my, my point of the bigger point is, if there was this cloud, do you think it would stick to LeBron the way it's, stuck to Barry Bonds. And and I say this because, Chris, he's a polarizing figure. While there's some people who absolutely love LeBron, there's another big chunk of the population right. Oh, yeah. right. who, who who can't stand the guy or just doesn't like the guy or whatever you want, I, term you want to use. I, I Do don't think... think it, no, I, I don't. Because, again, I think... And you're right. Obviously, people can say, Man, we've never seen a guy play this well at this age, so... Use that, but the difference to me between LeBron and Barry Bonds is as great as Barry was. As I said, Barry took even still took a huge jump in his mid thirties, mid to heck late thirties. LeBron has not taken a jump and gotten better at thirty six. He's just maintained, and we all know actually, Rob. We've said it many times on our show. He's not as good. His numbers are as good. But he's clearly not as good as he was six years ago. And so I think that is one thing that, to me, doesn't equate LeBron to Barry Bonds. And secondly, the body change in Barry Bonds, too. Like, from him, Rob, he was built like who? I I mean, people might not remember Alfonso Soriano. But, you know, he was a thin guy early in his career. And then he became, like, looked like a bodybuilder during these years in San Francisco. And so things like LeBron, again, has stayed body, you know, the same and all that stuff. So I just don't think there is the circumstantial evidence of LeBron to, to attach to LeBron that there is the Barry Bonds. Like, I, I think – so I, I I don't think it would stick to LeBron. Now, if something really came out, I think you're right because LeBron is polarizing. I think people jump on him. I still don't – but at this point, there's – nothing, no reason for people to feel like, oh, he he really did something. Um, what I think, Rob, if, if anything ever came out, I mean, what it obviously would do is end any GOAT talk. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he'd be, I don't think he'd ever be as kind of outcast as Barry Bonds is, you know? But that would end for sure, the GOAT talk. All right, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your thoughts on the LeBron 
being linked again, no evidence. Uh, in fact, they're saying there's there in the reports and the the DEA, there's no evidence that LeBron James has used any PEDs. But his business manager and his wife were named uh, in this investigation. Uh, your thoughts? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It's Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice 
Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, ATV, RV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com, 877-99 on Fox. LeBron, uh, two people, his wife, Savannah, and uh, his business manager, Randy Mims, named in an investigation uh, for their own uh, procurement of some PDs, but nothing linked to LeBron. And, bro, before we go to the college, remember Tom Brady, similar situation, wasn't family, but his trainer, Alex Guerrero, that everybody knows with TB12, was the trainer for Julian Edelman as well, and Edelman got busted for steroids. So that's oh, not only that. Somewhat close, remember he you know? got he got put out of the club, the locker room. You remember that, right? By Bill Belichick right, after that right. too, where they didn't right. want him around. So it's just and interesting. That obviously, didn't stick to Brady, but but yeah, I mean, we want to re re you know state obviously no nothing no evidence that LeBron James has done anything like PEDs or anything. But like I that. do. But I think the thing you did bring up is the is the one difference is you know his wife's name. So whenever you see like that close where it might be coming to the house or involved with somebody. That's the reason why if it was just his trainers, Chris, I don't even think you would even be talking about it, but his wife's name was mentioned. All right, let's do this. Albert in Honolulu. You're on the odd couple Fox sports radio. What up, Albert? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, well, uh, pretty simple, man, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think, uh, it's definitely a little suspicious. As you guys said, uh, the wife being, uh, you know, her name, Popping up in the investigation, Mims, his uh, his manager, and you know the trainer uh, was also part of the investigation as well. That uh, apparently uh, trained uh, LeBron, and I guess somehow it ended up being that he was only training the wife. But I just think that's a little suspicious. That's I fair. Think, uh, definitely, there, there's probably something there. But as, as you guys said, kind of like Barry, there is no actual physical proof. So I guess for the time being, he can just uh, ride that out. And Do don't, you and think there? Like I think everybody feels like again because of the circumstantial evidence. Rob, would you agree? I think there. Everybody feels like Barry Bonds did something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think a, LeBron is anywhere near that. Yeah, but the only thing is I'll say is I, I agree that uh, during that era, but we don't know, and it's not the same issue. The, the only reason I think people would give, give this some legs, Chris, is because of LeBron's ability to do what he's been able to do. And, you know, like, remember, it's not just about size and strength. It's about endurance. Like, that's the right, big no, thing. To, that, that's, to be so great and injury and injury re- and, and injury recovery. Those are the two things that – Make this, you know, like uh, why? And don't forget, Tiger Woods is doctor in Canada. He got busted too, right? And Tiger Woods also wound up having, uh, just be became undone, right? Like, and had all kinds of. He's never been close, right? No. So, all right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Let's see, we got uh, uh, Frank in Sarasota, Florida. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Frank? And. You know, even though I'm Team Jordan is the GOAT all day, every day, I 
I'm not going to put it on that man that he's a cheater or he did anything suspicious. We all know LeBron James is a physical specimen. Been that way since he was 15 years old. And so what that his wife maybe has her name in there? Obviously, these people are great at what they do. She needed something. He knew the connect and got it done for her because he wants the best for his baby. Okay? Cheater? No. Flopper? That's a different story. All right. Definitely a flopper. All right, Frank. Thanks, Frank, in Sarasota. We got a comedy routine going. Good job. Uh, Thomas, in the Bay Area, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Thomas? What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I think it's much to do about nothing. The fact that his wife, the trainer, and it's not even his trainer. His trainer is Mike Moncius. I think right. that's pretty yeah, well is. documented. Yep. Yep. Yeah. LeBron, I mean, if you look at LeBron, it's kind of like Griffey throughout the 90s. They were, you know, sort of slim, slender, great athletes. And as they got older, they filled out, but not to the extent of a McGuire or a Bonds. And, you know, LeBron just, he works out. It's documented how often he does it, how much he spends on his body. I, you know, just the fact that his, his business associate, his wife, had some help in that area, it just, you know, it, it's just. Yeah, I don't think there's that much of a let, change let me, in LeBron's body. Yeah, but let me let me say this to you as well. The, uh, the, the one parallel, it was Manning's wife and it's LeBron's wife. I think that's. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, you know you can't have anything come to your in your name or whatever. You know what I mean? And then it's just that the, the wives are involved. I think that's that just makes it closer to LeBron. If this was just about trainers, Chris, and his wife isn't involved, I I, I, I barely think it would have got anything. But it got play. You know what I mean? ESPN it sniffed into it. Uh, I know there was a story on Deadspin. And but then, they, they just played off the ESPN story. Yeah, Deadspin. the Deadspin story. And then the other one was, uh, yeah, so it's just interesting to, 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 to see the parallels that the wives' names have come up. All right, well, R.J. Young will join us in a moment, the college football analyst. But first, be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, therapy can help bring out a whole new you, and BetterHelp makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist, you can get 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash couple. Our next guest, college football on Fox Analyst, host also of the number one college football show podcast. That's not the ranking of it. It is literally called the number one college football show. That's the name of the podcast. We bring in our man, RJ Young. RJ, welcome. Chris, how you doing? Rob, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm good, money. We're what great, the, man. What was the last time you were on, I don't know, during college football season? Did we have some argument over some game? What was that about? I just, I'm still trying to figure that out. Was it a – Hey, hey, no, look, look, look. <laughs> we were talking about how big the margin was going to be between Georgia, Texas, Christian, not who was going to win the game. That's that right. That's, we that's what about? it was. And he said it was. you thought it was going to be close game, right? Well, hell, I didn't think it was going to be the worst beatdown in bowling. That was it, Chris. That was it. We both were like, no, they're going to get blown out. And you were like, this is going to be a close game. Then you remembered. I love that you remembered. Wow. Yes. 
That's All what right. it was. Well, look, speaking of TCU, they just got beat again by Colorado. So let's go to Colorado. What do you make of Jay Norville being bothered, you know, with the whole, I mean, I don't care about the sunglasses and hat, but, you know, being bothered by all the attention that Colorado's getting and, you know, being, we're interviewed by ESPN, but it's only because we're playing Colorado. Like that attitude, first of all, what do you think of that with Jay, but also around the nation, do you feel like, you know, People are kind of tiring. Like, look, they're they're ranked 18th. They're getting all this attention. How about looking at somebody as like, do you think there's any resentment there throughout the sport? I think there's resentment, not necessarily of Prime or even Colorado for that point. I think it's about how he has been able to go about his business. It's unlike anything we've ever seen in the sport. And I need to be very clear about that. Prime has put together a program that only he could put together and make work. So I look at Jay Norvell, who's doing his coach's show locally, probably not thinking that we're going to be listening to his coach's show, but you're playing Colorado this week. So, yeah, we listened to your coach's show. When he came out there and said what he had to say about the sunglasses and the hat. But and he I'm said, I don't care this. if it gets to Boulder. For Boulder? It's gotten to Berlin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, how with just how far these things reach. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on social media. Y'all on social media, right? And I think football coaches from time to time, they get to be watching film. They coach their teams. They don't necessarily see how this is playing outside of their walls. And then it goes to work against them. I'm surprised by it because I've known Jay since I was in undergraduate school. Like, he was coaching wide receivers and co-op coordinator at Oklahoma when I was going to TU and then when I was at grad school at OU. And he's kind of been more or less mild-mannered. I've never seen him take this approach to any coach, let alone his profession. And so I was just shocked as everybody else. But now we know what's coming to them. <laughs> we, right. We're not going to be surprised on Saturday. Let, let me <laughs> ask you about uh, the Texas-Alabama. I watched that game. I did pick Texas plus the six or seven points I think that I was getting. But how surprised were you that they won and, and, and beat Alabama, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in Alabama? I was wrong about Georgia-Texas Christian being close. I was not wrong about picking Colorado to beat Texas Christian or Texas to beat Alabama, all right? I believe for some time now that Texas has one of the most talented rosters in the sport, full stop, right? All they needed was for Quinn Ewers to hit that second level, to reach that level where his mind, body, and soul must be one, get that glow about him, go down there in Tuscaloosa and handle their business. But also, it's about what Alabama is not. And what they are not is what Bryce Young was, what Tua Tagovailoa was, even to a degree what Jalen Hurts was, in 2017, it's more about them being able to control the ball on the ground. Like, they're going to run out of shotgun, but they're going to have two tight ends out there, which means they're going to be running the football with the the quarterback more often than not. So they're not going to outscore you, is my point here. So if Texas could get that into the 30-point range, I expected them to win that game going away, and that's what happened, 34-24. Why the – and I I say drop. I mean, they're still ranked number 10th in the country. But from what we're used to with Alabama – Last year, they lose two games. They're ranked number fifth at the end, number five at the end. This year, they've already lost the game. Uh, Why do you think, and I know they can't win it every year, but it it feels like there's a drop-off, and you kind of even mentioned it. Why do you think that is with Alabama, and do you think they're not, like, do you think they'll get back in the uh, playoff picture this year? Well, I picked them to make the college football playoff because I thought they could lose this game to Texas, 
run the rest of their schedule into the SEC championship game. And depending on how they purport themselves against what I think is going to be Georgia and at the very least Tennessee, they could play themselves into the playoff because we saw Texas Christian get into the playoff after losing the Big 12 championship and, you know, being a 12-win team at the time. I think we're just used to Alabama dominating in a way that, frankly, we have not seen a program dominate before. Like, people want to bring up Nebraska. People want to bring up Florida State. People even want to bring up USC. Nobody's done it since 2008 the way that Nick Saban has done it. Like, we're talking about a man that has redefined what we think of as winning, right? Every other year it feels like they win a national championship, and that's just not sustainable no matter how good you are. So I think that's more about us. And our expectations at Alabama as to, hey, man, winning football games is still hard. It's still not the easiest thing to do in the world. Right. Let, let, let me ask you, speaking of USC, I know that they're in their exhibition schedule or whatever it is, they're, they're just blowing out teams. And, of course, Caleb Williams not even playing the whole game, playing half a game right. and putting up ridiculous numbers. For, for USC and for Lincoln Riley – doesn't it when, it? when does he have to pay the piper? Like winning all the games, producing Heisman Trophy winners, all this other stuff. But they have him, Lincoln Riley. Does he need to cash it in at some point and 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 win big in the college football playoffs? I think so. I think that's the last thing that we're waiting on Lincoln Riley to accomplish in the sport. Uh, been following his career since 2014, and of course I'm from Oklahoma, so him rising to that job at Oklahoma is a big part of. Well, my career, frankly, I think that's all we're waiting on. And then I will let people tell me about him going to the NFL or doing something different. But it's clear that he went to USC because he thought he could do something at USC that he frankly could not do at Oklahoma. And that is win a college football playoff game and eventually a national championship. I think that's what it is, right? Now, he's got to win the Pac-12 championship first, and that means he can't get beat down by Utah twice in the same year. Right. However, he got the best player in the sport. Right? Like he, he got that dude at quarterback, and they look decent on defense no matter who they're playing. So we'll find out more about them. But I think, yeah, you're right to assume he's got to make the college football playoff and win that game for us to feel like his success uh, is furthered at USC. Michigan ranked number two, RJ, in the country. Obviously, Jim Harbaugh hasn't coached yet. Uh, be back, what, after three games? Um, what are they that good? I mean, is, is this team the second best team, or you know, in that discussion for in the country, or is this an overranking? No, I think they're that good. Uh, I learned this last year. It don't matter. Like this is, I say, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares what your non-conference schedule is at all, right? Not even the kids, because they played a boo-boo non-conference schedule last year and then ran the table through the Big Ten, beat up on Ohio State, stomped the mud hole, walked dry against Purdue and then got beat down by TCU, right? When we're talking about number two, we're really talking about you can put four or five teams in between Georgia and the number two ranked team. It's still going to be Georgia for the time being. So right now, yeah, there's a number two team in the country, but that doesn't mean a whole lot when number one is looking to win three in a row, which is unprecedented in modern college football. Yeah, um, no, that's 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 a great point. So Georgia, you think they are that, that head and shoulders above everybody else? I think they have earned the right to that reputation. We're going to find out something about South, uh, the South Carolina game this weekend because, again, like like Michigan, like USC, they ain't played nobody, right? And I got some questions about their run game, and I still got some questions about the quarterback and Carson Beck. I, I honestly think they got a more talented guy on the bench in Brock Vandegrift, mm. but that defense is still that defense. And Kirby Smart's still the head coach. 
And until you go and beat them, until they lose, yeah, that's the best team in college football. I don't see another team being able to take that to them uh, from them, at least in the month of September. One last thing real quick. I know everything's about Colorado and Dion, and that's getting most of the headlines. Tell, tell us real quickly about another college football team we're not paying attention to. My goodness. I think everybody's going to look up and see that Notre Dame is good, okay. right? Uh, I think that they showed me something against a Navy team that's on against Memphis right now as we're talking that I didn't expect them to do, which is put a defense out there that could stop people. And then they did it again, right? Now, beating up on Tennessee State is one thing, but then you go and you put up, I believe, 41 on North Carolina State. So they've got a quarterback that is the best quarterback who's probably ever donned the jersey at Notre Dame and Sam Hartman. He's number 10 all-time in FBS touchdowns. They got a great tailback in Audrey SMA. They're getting great wide receiver play from Jalen Greathouse, who was catching passes from Cade Klubnick in high school. And Marcus Freeman has been that dude. I've been standing on the table for Marcus Freeman since he's defensive coordinator at Cincinnati. Love that man. And I think with the schedule, they have an opportunity to play themselves in the playoff again. They're going to have to beat up on USC, and I think that could be a close game. But keep your eyes on Notre Dame, especially as they got to go play Ohio State next week. All right, that is our man, R.J. Young. Check him out on the number one college football show podcast. R.J., great stuff as always, brother. Yeah, I appreciate Thank you. you. And we didn't appreciate fuck y'all. time either. We didn't. All right, he didn't hear us. Shop Talk is next. Keep it locked. All right, couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, it's the Odd Couple. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. We're at the end of your first year. Discover credit cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. It's time, folks, for Shop Talk. Ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop. You know that. Ain't nobody exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop. Now, it's Shop Talk. That's right. It is Shop Talk here on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. A segment where we just talk about something that happened outside of the world of sports. This week's topic comes to us from the world of music. I don't know if you guys know this, but at the VMAs earlier this week, legendary boy band NSYNC appeared on stage together for the first time in over a decade They have a new song coming out in the new Trolls movie for the first time in over 20 years. And now it's got all the girlies thinking... Are we getting a new album? Was there Are we going to have... Was there enough room on the stage with all those wheelchairs or no? <laughs> they did get gray. They did definitely <laughs> really? get gray. Yes, they did. <laughs> Nothing like a gray boy band. That's know, right. right? Yes. That's right. And uh, people are saying, hey, maybe we'll get a reunion tour. We've been waiting a long time for these guys. So it got me thinking, who is someone in entertainment, not just music, it could be TV, movies, whatever, a group or a duo or some kind of collaboration that you would like to see get together again? We'll start with you, Chris Broussard. I was trying to think about this. Um, I think New Edition, Rob, is already doing that. I think they're touring, I think. But um, I couldn't really think of a group. So remember there were a few years ago, Rob, there was talk. Remember that movie Uptown Saturday Night with uh, Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby in the 70s? Great movie. Um. There was talk that there was going to be a remake of that. And Will Smith, I think, was going to be in it. And um, I don't know if it was Andre 3000 with him or Martin Lawrence or something. But I, I was really looking forward to a remake of that. Yeah, that, I, that's I a hard movie anything. to remake. Right. I'm just like, right. That's, but that's they were, classic. there was, do you remember there was yeah, the talk? Do you remember hearing that? Yeah. And I, I, I would have really liked it. But I'll say that. And I'm going to throw something else out, Rob. And I've thought about this, I, you know. Remember the show The White Shadow? Yep. I would love to see like a remake of that. I thought that was a great show. Yeah. The White Shadow, yep. Yeah, uh, basketball, Ken, Ken, high school Ken Howard. Team. Yep. And he's like 6'5", yep. 6'6", six, 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 or whatever the coach. Yeah. yeah. Did he play? I, I know, know in the show did. they yeah. had him as a former NBA player. But yeah. I, don't know I, I would say Bev, Bev Biv DeVoe. So more than the whole new edition? Yeah, those three. Wow. You know Why? Because one of my all-time favorite songs is Poison. 
Really? Yeah, I love that song. Wow. That girl is poison. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. I swear. Oh, one, here we go. No, no, no. Really? Don't, get, don't say nothing crazy. No, no, no. We're going to get to the sixth anniversary. I mean the fifth. All right? We're going to get there. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I can remember that song playing in Charlotte. This is how much my, my head. And me and Cliff Brown are covering the New Jersey Nets, Chris, at the table you know, at the, at the you know on the, the game, at right. the game or whatever, and that song is playing, and we're like, "Dad, you know, here we're going, we're like <laughs> bopping or whatever." They get a shot of us, and Steve Albert and them are like, "There's Rob Parker from the Daily News and Cliff Brown enjoying themselves a little bit too much here at the game." <laughs> so that song poison. Go ahead, Rob. G. Oh man, <laughs> this one's really tricky. Because they may or may not even be alive at this point. What? Is it Rolling Stones? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I, I would like to see a collaboration. We've only ever heard like the, the remixes where they took one guy's verse, another guy's verse, they put on the same song. It'd be a great song, but you don't know if they actually did this song together. I would love to see a Biggie and Tupac reunion. Um... I don't. I'm not convinced they're both dead. Personally, can you stop? With I, the I swear, I'm not. I'm, I'm with not Rob convinced. G. Nah, you're embarrassed. You stop it. I, stop I believe it. it. I'm with Rob G. And, and if there, really? if AI can generate a, a collaboration oh, album God. with those two guys, I would love to hear it. You don't really. Yeah. Be, Elvis is alive too, right? No, right. no, no he, he was that's a long toilet. time ago, Rob. Huh? That was a long time ago. Why? Elvis? There are people that still think that. It's true. He'd have to be like 90 years old, that right? That don't mean he can't be alive. It's true. You you just said on national radio, Tupac and Biggie are still alive. D- did you or did you not see? So where are they living? I don't know. Are they uptown Why Saturday Why night? is it with all the murders that they could never figure out two of the most high-profile murders in U.S. history? But they don't could figure, never figure it out. But they don't figure out a lot of murders. You know yeah, that. but they when they involve a famous lot, people, they tend to. I know. They, figure they out always figure it out. When, oh, when it no. involves, if, 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 you know, I don't want to jinx anyone. If Rob Parker got don't, clapped don't up say that. today after the don't show, put that in the I atmosphere. promise you we would figure out who Rob, did it. I never would have said Because Rob Parker is a celebrity. We would have known. Don't put that out there. Speaking of poison, you put poison <laughs> out there. Wow. All right, Alex. I got a birthday party in January. Can I get there? You know, I think I'm with Rob G. I think that Tupac's somewhere on just oh. chilling somewhere in like Cancun he or something like be. that. Well, y'all stop reading. Like, CB, I don't know if you've seen, but the internet was a buzzing. They found some guy that's doing oh, like low-tier really? concerts. Yeah. And it, it, oh, looks like really? yes. it looks oh, just like it. Yes. It looks just like it. That means it's true. That hologram looked it's too real it. at Coachella. That, that's true, too. I I didn't know. Yeah, the election was stolen too. Okay. I would say Siegfried and Roy, but I know that's not. I think happen. one of those guys is dead. I think so too. Wait, wait, really? Yeah, they're Siegfried alive. And Roy. Both of them? Both? I thought the tiger got one. No, he just nicked them. I oh. The tiger got. We got to look this up. He's not wow. dead. I, I want to see him get back won. together. We're not dead either, guys. We got an hour left. <laughs> no, Rob, you were not. Here on Fox Sports Radio, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Fox Sports Radio. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. 
I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.